You are listening to Real Men Feel with Andy Grant. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having, but all men can benefit from. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. Uh, we, we are recording this conversation in early May. Uh, we are still in the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, some places are starting to open up more. People are getting out a little bit all around the, all around the country, different states, more to some degree, more or less. And you know, with, the, with, with being shut in, with being let free, <laughs> with, with not being let free, um, there could be a lot of emotions boiling up. Um, and, and emotions are something that we're going to really dive into specifically in this conversation. Certainly emotions are a big part of the subject for the entire existence of Real Men Feel. I'm proud to welcome back prior guest, AJ Big Al Alfaro. He's a recognized leader in the male enhancement industry. For more than 20 years, Al has helped people, in, help men in areas that are the most uncomfortable seeking help in. Al is the founder and lead coach at MaleEnhancementCoach.com. He specializes in helping men increase their sexual health with programs for both the body and the mind. Al is also the manager of PEGym.com, the largest male enhancement form on the internet. So, Al, it's great to have you back. Thank you for having me back, Andy. So, let's start with the uh, kind of the elephant in the room these days. How are you managing the pandemic and and life at home? How are things going for you? Uh, well, I'm doing well, thankfully. Uh, I know that there are a lot of others out there who are uh, struggling either through illness uh, or just upheavals in their lives. But, uh, you know, I could say for my own family, things are, I mean, things are a little different. We got the kids at home, so that's, uh, that's a change. But uh, I, I see it as a positive one, at least. Uh, you know, I love seeing my kids and having them home. Uh, but they miss being at school. You know, with their friends and things like that, but it's a, uh, it is, it is, uh, is, we're living in strange times. Uh, This is, I think, uh, unique in uh, uh, modern history. Anyway, I know that you know things like this have happened before, but I think it's uh, uh, different now that the world is so connected. Uh, You know, we're able to see this happen in other places. Yeah, I, I think that's helping. Um, I can't oh, yeah. imagine what it was like, you know, for the time of the Spanish flu, like 1918, uh-huh. 1917, when you couldn't see that it, it is global and you can see it, things getting better in parts of the world. So, you know, it isn't forever. Um, but yeah, it's certainly, uh, it's certainly interesting times, as you said. Now, you were first on the show back uh, November 2019, talking about male enhancement and really dispelling some of the myths and the scams and helping me and a lot of men realize that there are things you can do uh, to, to strengthen and bring more vitality and health to your penis and to your overall sex life. Yes, uh, I recall that interview. I, I really appreciate you having me on for that time. Cool. And, and you reached out since then. And so you, you do a lot of coaching uh, of men as well and kind of all areas of life and you had talked about the importance of emotions and sex and that a lot of guys almost uh, they try to deny that or they think sex will be better without emotions so do, do you want to explain um what, what you've been seeing uh yes i think uh i think a lot of things feed into that uh 
maybe it's cultural, maybe it's media influence. Uh, but uh, I think, you know, a common scenario would be someone who is not very secure in themselves. And I think if, we, if we're really honest with each other, uh, deep down, you know, every human has, you know, these feelings of inadequacy. Uh, and I think they're multiplied when you throw in a lot of other factors. Uh, and I think it's, it's even made worse when you uh, attempt to take emotion out of it. I mean, if you think about, you know, what sexual contact is, I mean, that's, that's about as intimate as you can be with another human being. Uh, and when you attempt to divorce emotion from that, uh, bad things happen. But that's, I think that's a typical response. Uh, I'll give you an, I'll give you a scenario. I mean, you have, let's take a guy who, uh, you know, isn't secure with himself and perhaps he's had a negative experience in his life or, you know, he's, you know, he sees a lot of porn. So he thinks, well, uh, you know, I can't perform like these guys or just whatever, you know, whatever scenario you want to, uh, uh, come up with. And, you know, this guy may not be confident of himself sexually. Uh, so one of the things that men do, and I, I call this the dark side of male enhancement, you know, cause it, it, it is an interesting tactic and it's, and it's effective up to a point. And these guys, what they do is, uh, they essentially use the brute force approach and say, well, I'm going to, uh, do my best to, uh, to divorce emotion from the equation. Uh, I'm just going to go out and, you know, have lots of sex, you know, meet women and, or men, if that's their, uh, uh, preference and, uh, you know, just, you know, get notches on your belt, so to speak, you know, just, it's just going out there and conquering, uh, that's the mindset. And, you know, you numb yourself emotionally, uh, you let that, you know, just that most animal part of yourself take over, uh, and just perform almost by instinct. So it's, it's like, you're, you're really just having sex to have sex. Uh, it's more of an ego gratification kind of thing. Uh, and that works because you get to the point to where, you know, you're, you're able to dull uh, your senses enough to where you can do that. Uh, and that, that does work up to a certain point. But the problem with that is uh, uh, this, the, the issue that you're preventing to, uh, that you're attempting to prevent rears its head when you grow up emotionally and you say, you know what, I want a more serious relationship. I want something more fulfilling. You know, I'm tired of just going out and, uh, you know, doing this. And when you do so, uh, you open your heart again, all of a sudden that, you know, all those uh, emotions that you were attempting to uh, prevent from, from showing, now, now, they rear their head, and now they rear their head again. Uh, and you really haven't solved the problem by doing all of this. Now you have guilt on top of it. Uh, and, the, and the simple fact of the matter is, I mean, the, the best love making you're ever going to have is when you allow yourself to become emotionally unencumbered uh, that takes uh, you know that certainly takes a lot more courage than than uh you know just going out there and you know playing the playing the game and then you know trying to get people into your bed and uh, saying well hey i had sex with one more person today that makes me a better man <laughs> yeah. and uh, you, you realize the emptiness of that yeah i find that anytime anyone tries to kind of remove emotions or take emotions out of the equation, whatever the equation is, it's really hiding a fact that there's underlying painful emotions. Yeah. So it's, it's almost, I refuse to feel my emotions, so I'm going to deny them and go further into this activity. Whatever. It, actually, it's, it's often any sort of addictive behavior. Oh, yeah. you know, drink drugs, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you, you, use that and you use that to take the place of, uh, 
of that emotional connection. You know, instead of emotionally connecting with that other person, you are, you're kind of almost going through, through a very rough simulation of it. Uh, and whether that's sex or alcohol or, or drugs or whatnot, that's, that's really what you're doing. I mean, I think that's, that's the, uh, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I, I can't say for sure, but I think many of them will be, that's, that's kind of what an addictive behavior is. I mean, you, you know, you, you're filling a void in your life. Now, of course there are, uh, you know, drugs and certain chemicals that become physically addictive over a while. And, uh, I think, you know, so the same may, may even be said for sex for some people, you know, that they, they get a kind of a high well, yeah. of just going out there and, you know, picking someone up and then having sex and being done with them. Yeah. We can, we can all get, you know, uh, the adrenaline, the, the, the endorphins, all the chemical releases in our body, the serotonin from an orgasm. We can all be addicted to the chemicals we create, not just external ones we, we add to ourselves. So no, like that, that's very valid. And, and I love what you said about it taking courage. And it's, so, you know, it's, I, boy, I, I don't want to just sound like judgmental, but in my experience and the experience of, of men I've dealt with, it's almost like at our most immature, our, our, our weakest, our, our smallest version of what a man could be is that notch in the belt mentality. And, and just that it, you said that it, that it is a game. And I'm just going to win one more woman, you know, and, and, and. I've always wondered how satisfied that makes any person doing that because the satisfaction seems to be in the bragging to other men. Like, <laughs> yeah. like if you're, if you're having a lot of sex and not telling anybody about it, are you really having a lot of sex? Like, like it just seemed to be, it, it's not even the sex itself. It's almost, I'm, I, if I'm deciding I'm not, I'm not going to risk having emotions with a sexual partner. I'll get my good feeling by bragging about my sexual partners with, with other guys. Does that make sense at all to you? It does. And what's interesting is very often in that conversation, and I think a lot of guys like to pretend too, uh, you know, they're not, you know, sometimes they're, they're not bragging about how intimate they were with the other person. They're just mm-hmm. bragging about, you know, what they did, Yeah. you know, just that, that the, the act instead of, uh, you know, uh, what's more important is that, you know, that connection and, uh, and that intimacy that you can have with someone. Yeah, it's almost like, uh, again, that sort of male bonding over that is, is that connection because they're not having an intimate relationship in their sexual relationships. Mm-hmm. Have you, do you find that, that every guy that kind of goes through that, that period or, or a phase of, of just that, that notion of conquest, do, does, does, it, does it always end? Or are some, are some people like seem really satisfied by that, that lifestyle? Well, I can't, I can't speak for everyone. I could tell you that for some, it probably doesn't end. I mean, you have, you'll have people that'll put that mindset into everything, you know, whether it's their, uh, their sex life or their, their work or whatnot. When they, you know, when, uh, the mindset becomes, well, I ha- if I have more of this, it'll be better for me instead of, you know, you're focusing on quantity instead of quality. Uh, so, I mean, I, you know, I could imagine there's probably men who go through their whole lives doing that. I mean, the problem is that, uh, you know, you get to a certain age where that just, uh, you know, you would think you grow up, but if, you know, you're, if you're a 70 year old guy, and you're still trying to go out there and, and, uh, you know, pick women up for one night stands. I mean, that's, uh, uh, in my opinion, that's, uh, that's pretty sad. You know, you, you, you like to think that most people by that age would, uh, have found someone, you know, and, and you get to a certain point to where, uh, 
you know, I'm getting older, so, you know, a little bit of long feeling it, you know, you get to a certain, I think you get to a certain point where you, you're not thinking along the lines of just, you know, even just the physical life is like, you know, you want to have a companion, you know, it's, a, it's like, you, you're going to be old together. You're going to be cleaning each other's butts. I mean, you know, you're going to be doing things like that. Uh, and you can't really do that with someone, uh, you know, you don't trust. And I think that comes, to, that really comes down to that, you know, to be able to trust someone, you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable. And I think that's, that's where that fear is, you know, allowing yourself to, uh, appear vulnerable. Yeah. And so in your experience talking with guys online or, or talking with clients of yours, has there been uh, an experience where vulnerability was met harshly that, and then the man just, just shuts that down going forward? Yeah, you do. I mean, do you do hear some, some horror stories about, uh, uh, you know, men in that scenario. And, and, and it's interesting because I'll, I'll get some, you know, not it's not just younger guys but it's usually young you know younger guys and they're you know in their 20s some of them you know they're going to college so they're they're in a new you know new kind of experience uh and a big complaint i get is like you know these guys they're looking to uh make themselves more confident so that they can go out to clubs or or you know parties or whatnot and and to be able to to have those one night stands and then you know i ask these guys to reflect i said you know, I said, well, so let's take a step back here and really reflect on what it is you're trying to do. I said, you know, I said, you, you're carrying around, you're carrying around this fear over something that hasn't happened yet. Uh, but you're worried about it because their, their big thing is, well, you know, I'm worried that these girls are going to ridicule me or they're going to, uh, you know, go back and tell their friends and things like that. I said, you know, you think about it, so you're wasting all of this emotional, and, and, you know, one of the questions I asked, you know, so, so you really have no emotional connection with this person it's, you know people you haven't even met yet and yet you're worried about you know what their responses are so it's 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 it, that's purely ego-based uh you know you're wasting all of this emotional energy being afraid uh, over you know what someone you don't even care about thinks yeah and that seems uh, to you know, that, that seems to hint that you're already they're already lying to themselves yeah yeah so you're already, I, you know, you're, I, i'm already you know, connect, you're, if i care about what you think i'm obviously connected to you at some level Exactly. And, and then, you know, I do hear stories, you know, you hear stories about uh, guys who get into these, uh, uh, these scenarios and things don't go well. Uh, you know, I, you know, they might have performance anxiety, they can't perform or worse yet, even, you know, they, they may have been made fun of, you know, you have, you know, this is not just men that play the power game, you know, women will do it too. And, uh, and they're, you know, they're the victims of that. And that, you know, it's a kind of trauma and, uh, you know, you might react very different ways to that. Some men, you know, shut down. Some men uh, uh, go the route that I mentioned where they say, well, I'm going to do what I can to, uh, uh, you know, not experience that kind of shame again. Uh, when the reality would have been if you would have been a little bit uh, more choosy about, you know, who you sleep with, you probably would have learned more about that person. And, uh, you know, <laughs> They're not very nice. Maybe you shouldn't be taking them to bed. And I know that's not the answer a lot of guys want to hear because it's like, well, I want to be able to have sex with anyone and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I, I guess you can get to the point where you can do that. But, uh, you know, when you get wise enough, uh, you know, you, you reflect and you say, well, why, you know, why am I doing that with this person anyway? Even if they're attractive, I said, if they're not very nice people, if there's someone who, who, who would, you know, you know, make fun of you or, or just, you know, play that power game with you. Why would you be taking the bed in the first place? Right. Yeah, I'd love guys to uh, 
examine like you know i want to have sex with everybody i see oh why like what 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 is the result what is you know is there emotion that you hope that brings you is it happiness success whatever it might be or is it that's almost a distraction to get away from the emotions you you're afraid to feel like you don't have that courage i think that that there's definitely a lot of that and uh it just uh we want we want simple solutions to complex problems and uh you know sometimes the solution is just you know taking your time and and taking a step back and looking at what you're doing and looking at who you're getting into it with hmm. uh and and but you i think it also comes down to valuing yourself i mean if you don't uh value yourself if you don't love yourself uh it's going to be difficult for 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 you to expect other people to to automatically do that and not only that but you have to be careful because uh, you know you can attract the wrong type of people you know you, some people they they radiate that uh self-loathing and other people you know those predatory people will come in and pick up on that mm. and uh lots of bad things can happen with that you see men in relationships with uh with others who are you know these men might have money or whatnot or it's just something that that other person uh wants to you know you know be a parasite on them for and uh uh, you see that and it's, it's pretty sad, but you know, it, it happens because, uh, uh, you know, you're just, you're, you're just not cognizant of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes just taking, you know, really taking stock of what you're doing and trying to, you know, really assess, uh, the person before you take that next step is, is always a good thing. But, uh, you know, you see a lot of the opposite now. It's like, uh, uh I think there's, there's a lot of wisdom in what, uh, you know, what some of the other generations used to do. Uh, with, with taking their time before you became intimate. You know, it might not seem like that now, but, uh, you know, we could learn a lesson from that. And now, now it's almost like, the, you know, the, I guess the, the, the general idea is, you know, you meet and you have sex first and then, then you have a relationship. And it's just, it, uh, it, it, you know, if you, if you think about it, there's a lot of problems with that. Yeah. Um, Cause really sex and the intimacy, it, it's, it's not just about procreation right? It's about feeling connected to another human being. It's about building community. Yes. It's about all those, those positive emotions that, that can arise from, from sharing of yourself. Yeah. And I mean, you, uh, yeah, you know, you're talking you talk about the creation of the human family. I mean, that's, that's, that's what starts it. And when you trivialize that, uh, you know, it's, it, uh, you know, again, lots of bad things can happen. What, what do I mean, like what do particularly young men, how, what is their reaction to being told that, you know, it, sex is better if you, if you actually take the time to care about who you're with, it's, it'll, it's better than what do they laugh it off? Do they believe you? Uh, well, I mean, again, <laughs> you get all sorts of reactions. Some of them, you know, some of them are kind of wild when they're able to, to take uh, an objective look at what they're doing. It's like, well, you know, I, I didn't realize that I was thinking this way. I said, it's just, you know, it's like they've been programmed uh, to think otherwise. And, uh, you know, some of them wake up from it and they say, well, you know, I, you know, I'm, I am unha- I'm unhappy, uh, because I'm pursuing something empty. Uh, and, you know, some of them wake up, others say, well, you know, I don't care. I want to, you know, I want to fulfill that part of my ego. And, and again, I mean, there's, there's different ways to do that. Uh, my, you know, my goal as a coach is to help men towards their goals but honestly what i'm what i'm trying to teach them at the end of the day is, is self-mastery 
And as long as you're, you know, you're, as long as you're letting uh, the little mind run the big mind, uh, you're not going to have that. Right. Yeah. And it might, in my tradition as a healer and with the, the modern mystery school, you know, the big thing goes back to Greek. You know, it's a, not a new thing, but the ultimate existence is to, to know thyself. Yes. And if, if, you, if you can't stomach knowing your own emotions, then you can never know another person. You just, you just keep, it's almost like you keep expanding your, your universe of ignorance <laughs> by refusing to look at how you feel and how how you not feeling is affecting the other people in your life even even if it is someone that you just cross cross paths for one night yeah and but it, it's almost like a sickness in a sense because it's like uh you know it takes two to play that game you know it's 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 i mean not that you don't see those imbalances uh but you know when you have one person who's willing to uh uh you know really open up open themselves and uh and you know and that wants that intimacy and the other person doesn't, you know, they're still stuck in, uh, and for whatever reason, they may be afraid. You know, they may be afraid to really let their guard down. And there's, a, I mean, that's understandable. Uh, but there's going to be that imbalance. I mean, you know, you both have to want, uh, more or less want the same types of things. Right. Uh, you know, if you, if you, if you're in a relationship with a, with a person, you know, you're, you're in it for one thing and they're in it for the other, uh, there's going to be problems. I mean, there's obviously going to be discord there. Yeah, I find the biggest there's there's some men that know what they want and they're open about it. Like, hi, how you doing? I just want to have sex. Great, let's do it or not. And other men will will lie and manipulate and let people think they want a relationship when they have no interest in one. Yeah, so that, that, and now that's yeah, that's that's I think is uh, I think that's very dangerous when you do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're you're because at, at that point you're not just denying your own feelings. You're really risking. Yeah, that the harm that you might have felt that is leading to this behavior, now you're intentionally inflicting that trauma on, on someone else. You're taking advantage of someone else's vulnerability. You're, you're, you're breaking someone else's heart intentionally. Yeah, yeah uh, when it comes to things like that, that's, that's when you really start uh, uh, causing a lot of problems. Not everyone's going to react in a nice way when, when you do that. Mm. Uh, but, you know, you, 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 take, you take into account that... Uh, when you do finally let that guard down uh, and the other person is on the, you know, they're on the same accord, uh, you know, you have, you, you're able to have the best lovemaking you can ever have. I mean, you, you get to a point to where you're not, you know, you're not worried about techniques. You know, you're, it's like you and that other person are so emotionally synced that uh, uh, it, it's wonderful. I mean, and that's, you know, when, when she's able to let her guard down, and that's something about women. I mean, you know, when when they're able to really let that guard down, and they, you know, they, and they feel they're they're desired, and they're experiencing that from their partner, that's you know, uh, it becomes easier to uh, achieve orgasm too. Yeah, I think um, when, when, when you when you don't care about the other person, it you're you're, you're it's just performance. Like you're just yeah. an actor. You're just going through the motions with the goal of ah, she'll go home and like say, wow, that guy rocked my world, and like it, there's you're not. Yeah, you're not in that moment. There's, just, I can't imagine that there's much enjoyment from that. Yeah, but. and I've spoken to some women uh, in in my career, and when we talk about that, and uh, we talk about the performance aspect, and 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 that's one of the chief that's one of the chief complaints that women have about uh, the way a lot of men have sex is that uh, you know even if their even if their penises are large and hard and they can go through the act, it's like you know they they talk about these guys like 
like the, the guys that are just not there. It's like they're, you know, they're, it's almost like they're, they're working out math problems instead of in their head, instead of, you know, actually, you know, looking at what's in front of them and experiencing it. You know, they're just not into it. They're, it's like their minds are somewhere else. They're worried so much about the performance. Uh, well, I have to do this. I have to please her. And, and it, you know, it's, it's, you're not enjoying yourself, which is really sad. You're not, you know, because you allow yourself to be, emotionally unencumbered in that sense you you get a lot more pleasure out of it mm. and so does she you, you mentioned a few times the the programming that goes into having men think that it's uh emotion should be removed from sex what, what are some examples of that that programming uh well i think uh you know there might be a lot of influence with uh with porn you know you, you, you know you look at a lot of pornography a lot of pornography that's geared towards men you don't really see that intimacy uh you just see very raw performance and uh i think i mean i think part of it is that these guys are not being i mean they're not you can't it's it's tough to blame them but they're not being taught otherwise i mean you know are they are they, do they have someone who you know is talking to them uh when they're younger and and telling them uh about you know teaching them about self value and things like that and as they get older uh, they start becoming sexually active, you know, hey, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you really need to be careful what you're doing and you, you know, you should reserve this for people that you care about. Uh, and, and, uh, th- and, you know, just that type of subject. I mean, most guys aren't taught this, you know, there's a, there's a lot of shame uh, involved in doing so. And, uh, you know, you have fathers that are afraid to talk with their sons about, uh, you know, the, the future, you know, their, their future intimacy uh, and that can lead to problems. You know, you have, you know, you have, you know, one generation doesn't teach the next and they don't teach the next. And there's a, mm. there's a kind of evolution going on. What do you see as the most likely uh, cause or reasoning that a man realizes this isn't working for them? Like, what, what, is it a single incident? Is it just years of unhappiness? Um, like what? I think it's just that lack of fulfillment. I mean, I've talked with a lot of guys who have done, who have, you know, gone to that dark side. Uh, and I mean, they get proficient and some of them can fake it, you know, some like, like they, it's like, they see themselves as like, I see myself as like, I'm playing a game. I'm not, you know, I don't care really, you know, I'm not even, I'm not allowing myself to care for this person. It's almost, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm just playing this game. I'm doing it solely to, you know, see myself as this really great lover and there's something missing, you know, you, you know, years go by, for some guys, decades go by and. They're just, they're, they become extremely unhappy. It gets to the point it's like, you know, it's like these, these partners become placeholders. There's no depth there. And, and uh, you know, my, it might sound fun for a little while. You know, oh, hey, I got over my fear. I'm able to do this. Uh, and, yeah, you know, I might even, you know, be able to, to play the game enough to where I can get her off and, you know, things like that. And, and, but, you know, you take a step back and you look at that and it's like, you know, where's the depth in that? I mean, well, you know, okay, so, so you're a great actor. I mean, uh, you know, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? You know, and, and, and they're not. And, you know, it's just like uh, you, you can reflect on it and say all this time that I wasted, you know, pursuing these, uh, uh, you know, these, these ideas that I needed to be this type of person or I needed to act a certain way. And, you know, then these guys, you know, years later, they're just, it's almost like they have to start from scratch. It's like, I, you know, I have to learn to, uh, 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 you know, become a whole human being. 
Yeah, I was going to ask, like, once once someone comes to the realization that they're unhappy, they're not fulfilled, they realize that at least part of that is their, their sexual life, their sexual experiences. And so what what, what is the path? <laughs> uh, I think the path is to, uh, you, really, you know, if, if you don't value yourself, you're going to have problems, uh, uh, you know, allowing other people to come into your life you know, because you're going to be afraid you're, you know you, you 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 there's there's there is in any kind of relationship you have to you know for that relationship to have depth there has to be you have to allow that vulnerability i mean how are you going to share uh your heart with someone unless you open it up to them and if you I mean if you can't do that then you know you're you're deliberately you know closing parts of your life and i'm not saying you know of course you know you you have to use you use caution, you use prudence. You don't, you're not going to do that with just anyone you meet. It's not like, Hey, how you doing? I'm going to put my heart up to you. You know, you get to know the person uh, and whatnot. And I think, you know, again, there's, there's a lot of wisdom in taking your time and doing things and not just rushing into it, uh, you know, for the, for that conquest. Uh, yeah, it, and, it, and, and it's strange because again, I, I think this, this, this game has been going on for so long that, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the other person may think that, well, if he's not trying to get me into bed immediately, there must be something wrong with me, you know? So that, that, that's been going on too. If you, if you talk with women, uh, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll say that. A lot of them will say that. It's like, well, if, if he's not immediately sexually interested in me, then there has to be something wrong with me. So it's like that game has been, you know, it, it affects both sides. Right. This has been going on for so long that the results of uh, just that attitude have crossed from men into women. And, and that now I see some women act the same way of trying like, well, I'll, you know, it's almost like uh, the new feminism is I'll, I'll sleep with as many men as I can and I won't care about it. And that'll, that'll. And, and, that's, and that's the problem, you know, bad behavior on one end doesn't justify bad behavior on the other. I mean, if, it, yeah. if it's, if it's not, uh, if it's not the right thing, it's not the right thing. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately that's how huh, if, if, uh, men do such a great job of faking it and acting that we've convinced some women to follow that path. Right. And then what happens with the next generation and then the next generation? I mean, yeah. it's, um, you have, you know, you, you're seeing what you see now. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's one of those things where either, you know, and, and it's, you know, it may not be everyone, but you know, enough people wake up to what's going on and, uh, they stop playing a certain game. They stop sharing in that, uh, you know, destruct. I, I, I like to see like a destructive group reality, you know, like, like it's a, it's almost kind of like a, like a group mind kind of thing, you know, yeah. you can feel it, you know, and then you, you, uh, you know, you, you have to get smart enough to stay away from that. Right. Yeah. So for men finding that they, I mean, that's the type of men that, that, that come to me, men just realize they're just, they're not happy. Right. So if, if you find yourself that, you know, it's time to find a therapist, find a coach, find someone you can honestly, openly share with, um, you know, we kind of live in a society where people talk about the disposability of men and you know, it, it's real. And the suicide rates for men are higher and, but it, it comes down to how we treat ourselves. So if we, if we don't have the courage to feel, if we are so afraid of being connected to someone that we deny ourselves intimacy, then, you know, all that just going to build and build and build until, you know, we're, we're just like this emotional house of cards that anything can blow down. And uh, it's, it's not a, it's not a good way to live. (laughs) 
and I, and I'm seeing you see a lot of that. Uh, it, it's difficult to find that in, uh, I guess, in the mainstream is uh, you know that masculine strength. And I'm not talking just about the physical strength. I'm talking about uh, you know just those aspects of of of, uh, of courage and of wanting to do the right thing. You know, especially you know be a good father. You know, things like that. Uh, it's, it's hard to see that. You know, <laughs> you, you know you turn on your TV and and whatnot. It's it's hard to see good role models for that. And then, you know, you have children that are being uh, practically raised by their TV sets or, or whatever it is they're watching nowadays. Uh, uh, you know, you don't have those good examples. If you don't have a good example in your life, I think that's what's important, too. You don't have a good example in your life. Uh, uh, you know, you go, you know, as a child, you're going to be easily influenced by by other examples. Hmm. Yeah. And when you don't have a strong sense of self-worth if you're uh if you're really afraid of being hurt more so than feeling the joy or happiness of, of connection then you you know you you go the path of least resistance yes. and and that's playing the game and going along with what what with other guys who aren't willing to feel will tell you the way to go is yeah. and it, it's just a vicious cycle yeah i mean we you know we you know it's a double edged sword you know with our uh with our technology and our comforts, I mean, you know, you know, we live better, I think, than any generation in history. I mean, you know, if you go back a few hundred years, I mean, uh, even even the kings of those days couldn't, you know, they they wouldn't be able to conceive of what you know the average person has access to. Mm. Uh, if you talk about material comforts, uh, but you, you know, when you when you give up your birthright of uh, of you know just human endurance, I mean. There's no other mammal on the planet that can endure what humans can endure. I mean, we're geared towards stamina, toughness. And, uh, you know, but, you know, toughness involves being able to put up with difficulties for prolonged periods of time and to be able to, to see, you know, to be able to see ahead. Mm. Uh, you know, that's why, you know, you, you, even today you have, uh, you know, people in, you know, who live uh, tribal lifestyles. I mean, you, you know, uh, 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 a well-conditioned person can outrun an antelope over a few days. You know, you know, we can, we can do that. We have that capacity. Uh, but you know, you give up that birthright for comfort and, uh, you know, you, you, you can tend towards weakness. You know, it's, it's very easy to, to go the route of comfort and well, I don't want to suffer pain. So I'm going to do the easy thing, just like you said. Yeah. And this, with this, uh, with the pandemic, with so many people, you know, just being stuck at home for probably longer than they've ever been in their lives. You know, mm. uh, it's, it's, it's been an opportunity to discover what, what matters to you. It's, it's an opportunity to discover what, what, what you value. And, you know, are you, if you're a, a single guy, you've been home alone and you're just like, Oh, I just want to go out there and screw somebody. Mm. Or is it, wow, I, I, I desire connection. I wish there was someone I cared about that I could call. And I, I just want, I invite each guy to like, what's your experience been? And, and be willing to be honest with yourself. And, you know, you don't have to go brag about it or tell anyone about it, but just be willing to feel it and be honest with yourself. What, what, what are you discovering matters to you? What, you know, what is important to you? And is it time to live your life a, a, a little different way, perhaps? Yeah. I think even throughout all of this, uh, you know, some good can come of it. If, uh, if enough of us have introspected during these times and, and you do see a lot of people that uh, are using this time to, uh, I guess, you know, for, for purposes of self-improvement. 
Uh, you know, there's only so much Netflix that you can watch, you know, only so many, you know, games that you can play. You get to a point to where, uh, you know, say, you know, you say, I want to do something productive with this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if it starts off as just doing a little bit every day, you know, it's just like a seed that you plant that grows because uh, there is that part of us that, that wants to uh, grow as humans. You know, I think that's what makes humans uh humans you know we're we're able to see that and we're able to nurture that Uh, even if it's even if it's difficult and something and you know uh what's interesting is that when when you go through those difficulties uh you can appreciate them like you know like working out i mean uh there's that sense of accomplishment that you get after you work out you know not just the endorphin rush that you get from it but uh that sense of accomplishment and knowing that i did something good for myself i did something that's are going to benefit me and and uh, uh you know you get a routine going you you know the weeks pass the months pass and you see all of this progress you made and you you know that you can better sh- you can shape your life towards the ends that you want to, you know that you want to go to yeah yeah if if what what you're doing or have been doing isn't leading you to more happiness and fulfillment and enjoyment of life then you got to have the have the knowledge and wealth, and I better change this, right? You, I mean, you earlier talked about how it, uh, this all comes from experience. You you, you can't you, you can't teach someone to care about other people. Like I believe it's I believe it's all innately there, and then society and media and porn and everything can kind of trick us and make us think that it's not, and that there's a there's a better way. Um, but you could trust your experience, and you know, um, being being hurt once you know being laughed at being ridiculed it doesn't mean shut all of humanity out based on that it it's it you know i think life encourages us to keep taking risks you know we we are incredibly resilient um but we might not give ourselves the 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 benefit of the doubt that we are resilient enough to, to get through something so we do all we can to avoid um that yeah. that connection but uh, but the, you know, and, and there's there's even there are things to be learned even when you hit those low points. You know, when you hit that, uh, you know, that, that rock bottom of the emotional ladder. You know, shame. I mean, that's that's probably the worst emotion you can feel. You know, there's like an emotional hierarchy of things. You know, all the way from shame to enlightenment. And but once you hit rock bottom, I mean, and, and then you get to the point. I mean, and you ask yourself too. Uh, and I think it's very important for for all of us to uh, to every once in a while just you know be objective and take a step, it's almost like you observe yourself. It's like, well, what am I going through? Uh, and, and you hit rock, or you hit what you think is rock bottom. And then, uh, but, but sometimes it's like, you know, you have to play these games with yourself uh, to get through them. But when you, when you really, uh, when, when you take those blinders off and you say, well, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? You know, and you have to ask yourself that question. Even when you get in a relationship and you, you're potentially going to open yourself up, you know, well, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, well, I mean, the worst that can happen is that uh, you fail, um, but that's, you know, that's, that's okay. I mean, you know, uh, you see a little, you've seen uh, little babies learning to walk, you know, they, they, you know, get up and they fall, they get up and they fall. I mean, they, they're constantly, you know, at least temporarily failing, you know, but what would happen if that little baby who got up for that first time fell and said, well, I don't like this, so I'm not going to get up anymore. I mean, what would happen? You never learn how to walk. Right. So, you know, you have to, uh, you have to allow for the opportunity to fail. That's the, you know, whether it's in your training or, or, you know, whatever it is you're doing, uh, you know, in your life, you know, with your, your, 
your uh, uh, you know your love life, your friendships. I mean, if you, you're going to uh, open yourself to that next level, you have to allow for the possibility of failure. It could happen, but what's the worst that can happen? You fail, okay? You fail, so what? You know, you start over again. Yeah, because ideally, uh, you know, you learn something. Yes. Right. Good, uh, good, and yes, good failure like, leads to learning something. The, the, and, the real failure is stopping and just never doing it again. That's yeah, failure. And, and yeah, but you actually, if you break it down even further, I, and I, I like to, uh, I like to do these types of things objectively because it, it really clears things up. It's like you know, well, what you know, what is it that you're afraid of? Well, uh, I'm afraid that I'm going to fail. I say, okay, so what if you fail? You start over again. Oh, but I don't want to feel bad on this. And what what is it that you're feeling bad about? You know, you see, you 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 at the end of the day, you're worrying about being afraid. You're you're worried about being put in the scenario where you're going to be made to feel fear. Uh, but again, it's, you you know, what is fear? You know, fear is that sensation that you get. You know, that that funny feeling in your stomach or whatnot. I said, well, so what? I said, you you deal with it. You deal with the funny feeling in your stomach, and you you, know, you take a deep breath and center yourself. And you push the the negative emotion out of your mind, and you just keep going. You know that's that's the way you uh, you know you approach a situation that requires you to uh, perform under pressure. Yep. You know, especially when it's that emotion. You know, when when you get caught up in those negative emotions too. And that's uh, that that's what self mastery is about. It's not about being a slave to your emotions. I mean, there's nothing wrong with emotions. I mean, emotions are important. I mean, that's uh, they define our experience and, and they teach us, but. Uh, we can either be a slave to them and, uh, you know, uh, be afraid of, of, of achieving certain depths, even if they're not pleasant, or we can attempt to master ourselves and have richer lives and understand that there's going to be, you know, there are going to be things that we're going to try that may not go our way, you know, but that, you know, you risk that. Yeah, and I don't even ascribe to positive and negative emotions anymore. Like in my experience, all emotions are positive because they're giving you information. And if you follow it, if you accept it, so what, what you know, shame and guilt and fear, it, it's all telling you that you're not in alignment with, with your highest self, with your highest good, with, with your potential. Um, so if you, oh, well, let's stop doing the things that are bringing me all these horrible feelings that I don't like. And, you know, you've got to change course. And you know, emotions just don't come out of nowhere, right? Our thoughts and our actions lead to our emotions. So if you don't like what you're feeling, then you've got to look at your thoughts and actions. And I, and I like the way you said that about positive and negative too. I mean, I, that's, I think from, from one perspective, it's easy to group emotions in that, in, in that context. Uh, but I like to look at it, it's almost like water. Uh, you know, emotions are like water, you know, the water is neither good nor bad, but you, you have different states of water. I mean, you have, you know, below the freezing point, uh, of water, you have ice, but above the freezing point, and that, and that could be seen as those, you know, what we call negative emotions like fear and guilt and anger and hatred and shame, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, but uh, once you get above that freezing point, then, you know, you cross from, uh, from those negative emotions into courage. You know, it's interesting because it's like there's a balance. It's like uh, on the on the on the what we call the negative side, that frozen side is pride, and that's uh, that's the first emotion. That's the first what we call negative emotion that starts to feel good. You know, that's when you actually start to feel good. Uh, but it's it's, it's kind of like a, a false feeling because you 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 are feeling good about certain superficialities, whereas courage is kind of like the inverse of that. Courage is uh, 
not necessarily pleasant emotion because it's an echo. You still have that echo of fear there, but it's that party that says, I'm going to surpass that. And that's what makes it uh, a beneficial emotion. Yeah. Uh, all emotions serve us, right? Yes. It's, it's our navigation system. Um, but yeah, to, 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 to act a different way, just to cut off some portion of emotions or, you know, it, you're just cutting off your, your life, your, your life experience is diminished. Um, so if any guy out there is still you know, like not, not buying this, if, if you don't think that caring for someone, if you don't think that letting your emotions flow makes sex better, um, you know, experience it, you know, give you, you got nothing to lose. Like try, try that, find someone to actually care about them for a little bit. Right. And I'm not saying relationships have to last years and years, you know, a weekend, a week, a month, months, you know, but as opposed to just not even. You know, you know, when when you treat some a human being like a blow up doll, like what 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 value? What what did you get out of that? I like I really I I don't know. I've that that is never uh, that has never called to me. I've always wanted the the connection. I've always wanted to to know people to to have. Uh, I've I've always yeah I've always valued intimacy more than than the the act of the sexual act itself. So yeah, I don't know how I got that way. Uh, I don't know how I survived the world of porn and everything and, and still cared about that, but, but I did. And, you know, I just didn't invite guys to realize that, yeah, if you're not fulfilled, if you're not happy, be willing to make some changes, right? Cause you're worth it. But you have to, you have to make those changes. Oh yeah. It's not going to, it's not going to happen to you. You know, um, you know, all the women you've cast aside aren't going to make a support group come track you down and try to convince you to, to feel and open your heart. I, or maybe that has happened for someone. I don't know, but I, I, I certainly not have heard of that story. Maybe that's the new, uh, the new romantic comedy that will come out, out of the uh, pandemic. <laughs> if you see someone posting on like PE gym and they're really talking about just how, how empty, how, how they've been living this life and they just, they're not, you know, they're, they're kind of given up on, on everything. What, you know, what's your advice? What, 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 what is something to look at? What is something to change? Uh, well, uh, I, I like to bring them back to, you know, to, to what we were talking about earlier. It's like, uh, you know, what are your goals? Uh, and, and, but you begin, it's like, you have to ask the, you know, you ask the question behind the answer. It's like, cause it's easy to say, well, I want a bigger penis. Well, you know, uh, it, it, and I'm, I'm careful too about, uh, cause I mean, this is, you know, going into this can be painful for some guys. Uh, and if it's, uh, you know, if I get a client who signs up and, uh, you know, I use certain criteria in the, in the questionnaire to see where they're at and then I, to, to make certain recommendations. Uh, I mean, uh, if they come across someone who, who, uh, you know, they're not having emotional problems, they're just, they're just, you know, looking to add a few inches or, or just be better lovers, uh, you know, in the, you know, with, with, with better endurance or whatnot, that's one thing, but, uh, guys are pretty open and it's interesting how, uh, you know, I guess uh, they can, they can be very open, uh, with this service, uh, because there is that, that kind of anonymity there. Uh, and they, they open their hearts enough to, to say, well, you know, I've had negative experiences. I'm, I'm worried that this is going to happen or whatnot. That's where you have to get in a little deeper. Uh, now, and I'm, I'm always very careful too with, with, uh, with certain people because, and I tell guys this, I said, you know, uh, male enhancement is not a substitute for mental hygiene. You know, if you're someone who's extremely depressed or you're suicidal, 
this is probably the last thing you want to do because that's gonna, that you know because you're very fragile and uh, and the, the 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 fact of the matter is that the penis does not respond well under a negative emotional cloud. So I mean, if you're trying to do this and, and you're severely depressed or whatnot, that's going to be something else you're going to fail at. Mm. And I know we talked about transcending failure, but uh, you know that this there's a time and a place for things. And if you know if, if you have those serious emotional issues going on, uh, you are. Uh, much, you know, you, you, you're definitely advised to seek professional help. You know, you need to get that taken care of uh, before you even think about doing anything like this. You know, you have to get, you know, you, you have to get your own house in order. Right. So, uh, so con- contrary to popular opinion, a, a bigger penis does not cure all mental health. Uh, no, <laughs> okay. no, that's, uh, that's not going to do that. And it's going to be difficult for you to try if, you, if you're extremely depressed too, because again, it's, if you can't, get an erection under your own power uh, or, or even if you're doing, even if you're capable of it, but you know, and I go through this with some guys, it's like uh, some of these guys, they don't like training because it, they say it reminds, you know, every time they train, it reminds them of how inferior they are. You know, that's, that's someone who really should be taking care of some more important issues uh, first before they get into this. I mean, I, I tell guys, I said, you know, I say, well, you you should, you know, it's normal to have some feelings of inadequacy. I said, but they should be manageable. I said, if you're of the type who, you know, if you're, you're breaking down crying because, you know, you're, you hate yourself or you're suicidal, I mean, you need to get a level of help that this type of training isn't going to give you. You you know, that that's someone who needs, you know, you know professional help. Hmm. And we recommend that for me because we do have some guys who, you know, come on the forums and they're suicidal or, or, you know, extremely self-loathing and, uh, you know, they need to get help in that area first because that's, you know, the problem isn't their penis. You know, they they got uh, more serious things going on. Uh, But if they are at a point to where, you know, they're, you know, uh, whatever insecurities they have are manageable and they could uh, train under, uh, 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 you know, a, a positive emotional backdrop, uh, then the training can be productive. And we do teach what's called uh, emotional visualization exercises, especially during your stamina training. Uh, you know, what we tell these guys is that, you know, you want to, you know, when, when you're leading up to training and when you're training, you want to make sure that the mindset you have is, I mean, at the very least, neutral. You know, at the, at the very least, you know, completely, uh, you know, neutral. And then what you should be doing is that, uh, you know, during your training, you want to, uh, induce feelings of uh, confidence, you know, just that, unencum- you know, just being unencumbered. So, you know, when you're performing certain movements, you can enjoy the tactile experiences of them. And, you know, I guess, you know, get back to to positive conditioning. That's something that we recommend for guys who have gone through things like porn addiction, you know, these guys who uh, they condition themselves to, uh, to function under, you know, while they're watching porn, but they can't function in the presence of another live human being. Uh, for whatever reason. So it's, it's like they have to, uh, you know, do away from that negative, con- they have to, you know, recondition themselves away from that negative conditioning. Uh, so it's kind of like you, you got to clear the slate first before you can build yourself back up. Mm. Cool. All right, I uh, appreciate all the work you're doing and spending time with us here today. And for everyone listening, you know, I hope, you know, our candid conversation, I hope it inspires you to have a candid conversation. With, with your friends, with your family. And 
and again, if, if, if you don't like how you're feeling, take a look at your thoughts and actions, right? Your emotions don't come out of nowhere and you can't just, you can't, you can try, but you can't for a long term bottle up and just deny your emotions. They, they will be felt, right? Just because you're not consciously feeling them doesn't mean they're not there. And they'll, they'll come out in really dysfunctional ways, distorted mm-hmm. ways that, that just don't serve you. So, um, yeah, just, you know, follow our, our lead, right? Be, be willing to have an intimate relationship with yourself first yeah. before you can have one with anyone else, right? Know thyself, examine yourself, see, see what values you have, see, you know, uh, be willing to feel that, that old hurt that, that shut you down long ago, perhaps. But until you feel it, until you acknowledge it, you're, you're just, uh, yeah, you're, you're depriving yourself of uh, not just a better sex life, but a better life. Cool. I agree. So, so Al, where, where can people go to uh, learn more about you, what you're up to? Uh, well, uh, like you mentioned earlier, the PE gym, I'm always on there. I'm on there usually six days a week, sometimes more. Uh, MailEnhancementCoach.com is a service that I offer for uh, coaching. I've also written a book, The Ultimate Guide to Male Enhancement, and that can be seen at uh, ultimatemaleenhancement.com. And there's dashes, so there's ultimate-male-enhancement.com. Cool. So if you're listening to someone you can't grab all that, visit realmenfeel.org. In the show notes uh, for this episode, we'll have all the links to all the places you can learn more about Al and check out his work. And uh, you know, if, you're, if you need a place to, to share your experiences with your penis, there are resources for that too. Um, but, but also just know that you, you are more than your penis, right? That's, I, I think that's oh. just a core thing that, that, you know, we're not taught. Like that's one you got to kind of figure out for yourself, I think. But uh, yeah, it's easy, easily to be taught the, uh, an incorrect version of that, I would say. But uh, thanks again, Al, for joining us. Thanks for everyone listening. And uh, just really, you know, this is making me, uh, I always say, you know, be good to yourself, but, Really, really, I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Like, be good to yourself. You're, you're worthy of being joyous. Like, life, life is meant to be good. It really is. So uh, find a way to treat yourself a little better than even um, you have been, perhaps. Right? Okay. Until next time, be well. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Contact us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel.